Believe it or not, it's another VO podcast with three guys who are full-time voice actors at different stages of life, career, and location. But they have formed a bond and work together to hold each other accountable and help each other on their VO path. Three guys from different backgrounds working together, helping each other, and sharing with you along the way. Hey, what are we calling it again? It's, it's another, another VO, VO podcast. podcast. Okay, okay, guys. Sorry, I get it. Come on. You're not my dad's. Well, 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 the Super Bowl's over, and we're back, and this is the Super Bowl of VO right here on that's, another VO podcast. The Super Bowl of that's VO. What it, yeah, that's what this is VO Atlanta. It's going down. This it's coming VO. up. It's coming up. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. speaking of Super Bowl, did you guys know Mahomes and Purdy were both in elementary school the last time there was a back-to-back Super Bowl winner? Oh, my gosh. Really? Isn't that weird? Wow. Isn't that yeah, weird? It is weird thin, because I but, feel like a kid. Gosh. And I wasn't you in elementary it. school. When <laughs> you probably I was remember not it. in elementary school when there was a last back to back. Yeah, no, yeah. I was. So <laughs> I was adult. I was an adult still. Right. Yeah. Well, congrats. <laughs> well, uh, I'm still not Chiefs. an adult. <clears throat> congrats to the Chiefs. It was yeah. a, a very good. It was a very good fourth quarter in OT. The rest of the game was was kind of ho hum. Um, that yeah, was the 49ers. Was I don't know. Um, it was a battle. It was a It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. No, but I agree. The game was boring until the last quarter. It was. I mean, we we expected an arsenal of offense. I did, I did not. Not with Brock. Curry. I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I did. Didn't. I expected You've got more one of the top points. defenses, you know, in the AFC. Yeah, but, and, and that's how the Chiefs got there this year was their defense. Which is but crazy this, because this up does, until this year, they weren't that great defensively. Right. But does the Super Bowl ever represent the stats? Never, no. hardly ever, yeah, hardly ever, yeah. hardly there are, ever. Uh, yeah, there are surprises. But uh, this I, I, I was there 40... were surprises, though. No, it I was guess. a whole that's bunch why, of three that, and outs. it was boring you know? to some people. Yeah, a lot of three and outs. I, I was, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I had forgotten this was the 49ers' eighth trip. They were five and two, now five and three, sorry. And I really mm-hmm. had no, you know, I know uh, Alden's up in uh He's up in Chiefs country, but I really didn't have a, a dog in the hunt. I just wanted to see a good game, and I and I, I felt, I felt it was it was good. I mean, it was a really good closing. Um, but you know, anyway, uh, the uh, and that was the first time in Vegas. It was a pretty cool thing. But the average ticket eighty six hundred dollars. That's and I saw a lot of I saw a lot of kids there. You know, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like I'm buying my kid an $8,600 ticket. Heck no, not gonna happen. How about I buy I you a thousand dollar eighty eighty six inch TV. Yeah. And then know. we'll go ahead and watch it on that bad boy. I got exactly. it. Exactly. Let me awesome. tell you as a Chiefs fan, how satisfying, <laughs> how satisfying it was that we're standing in, the Chiefs are standing in the Raiders home stadium. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And can imagine. John Elway is one of the guys, an old rival of the Chiefs, is one of the guys walking the trophy up to the stage. Yeah. Well, Pretty uh, darn the, satisfying. The, the last bit of wonderful <laughs> statistics were there were 12 million pizzas consumed yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, $1.25 billion spent on Super Bowl food and $16 billion wagered legally. Uh, those are some big numbers. So the, the economy 
although it is not the greatest, there was apparently Super Bowl money to spend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And twelve hundred dollars money to gamble. And twelve hundred dollars yeah. for the voice actor that did the commercial that ran on the Super Bowl timeline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it that's Billy. Yeah. No, it'll it's be it, it, it was more than that. But yeah. So fun fact: um, I have a Chiefs jersey uh, that I bought. Uh, a while back, and it's it? for Jamal Charles. So it says oh, Charles Jamal on the back. Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. classic. So here's the thing, though. He was great. Every was. time that I wear that jersey, we lose. What? Yeah. Did you wear it yesterday? Did you wear it on Sunday? Well, here's the thing. Last you Super were. Bowl, right? The last Super Bowl <laughs> um, that I on the 49ers that I, and then wore the that jersey. I wore it. We lost. <laughs> uh huh. Right. Oh, I wore so it the, the whole Tampa game. Bay? Yeah. Yep. And then the last Super Bowl we won, I wore it for the first half and we weren't out winning. And I was like, I'm going to take this dang jersey off. And we won. Yep. And yesterday I was like, <laughs> like, I, you know, it's the Super Bowl. Like, I want to wear my jersey, right? So I wear it the first half. And I was like, I got to take this thing off. And then we win. So <laughs> yep, I don't know, yep. man. It's like that's, that eggs in the microwave thing these DJs do here in Nashville. They put eggs in the microwave and it predicts the Super Bowl, and they're like 12 out of 14 correct with it. It's wow. crazy. <laughs> yeah. My brother, crazy. Is, uh, my nephew didn't have a jersey to watch the game in, and so my brother pulled out his an old Chiefs jersey. It was number 87. It was Tameric Vanover. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Anybody from, know that name? That's an old Chiefs I remember Chiefs name. that name. Yeah. Um, well, I guess enough about sports. This is a, a VO <laughs> podcast, fun, though. so fun. let me jump into that. Um, I want to touch on a couple of things today. and The and World Series. No, we, yeah. We have, we a always have the, uh, we always have the thing that we can get all over the place, and we may with this, because this is a real wide open topic. A couple of things. I want to talk about quality uh, first as a leeway, and then we're going to talk about the different worlds of VO, and where that's going to lead us is the thing of beginners and novices and pros. But what I want to look at when you get to a certain level, it it splits off somewhere Mm. in that novice pro area. It starts to split off. And we'll get into that more here in just a minute as to why I see that or feel that and and what the difference is in these worlds of VO. Mm -hmm. We'll get into that. But we wanted to talk quality first, and because we are a all-inclusive VO community, I first want to talk about our favorite platform, Fiverr. Mm. Fiverr has instituted <laughs> an all-new rating system, and I'm seeing it in all these Facebook groups, and people are mad, and they're getting knocked down, and they've always gotten fives, and now they're getting some fours. And and I was a victim of that last week. I had a guy put in the comments uh, how fast he got his order and how great it was and da-da-da-da, but he gave me a four on value for the money. So me being the nutball that I am, <laughs> I went back to him and said, hey, dude, why did you give me a four? I, you know, uh, you know, I, I just want to understand because I want to better serve my clients here. I want to be sure that I'm not, you know, doing this, doing this, doing that. And basically what I wanted to say was, you know, you got, you definitely got value for your money. You got fully produced radio imaging spots mm-hmm. at a really good price. I was trying to help you. You're a new guy, new yeah. internet station. And, you know, I wasn't being condescending to him at all. I was very nice. Like I was trying to understand so I could serve people better. But by them doing this, they have really stirred up the pot and they yeah. have made a lot of people feel maybe I'm inadequate. Maybe I'm not good enough at this anymore. And and da, 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 da. and that's not the case. So first, I want to say to all of you that are out there, if you're getting a four, 
I work for a guy who would never give you a five. If you got solid fours, you got the best you're ever going to get at that company. And, and yes, and it, it, it affected your increases. It affected your bonuses because he would not give a five, but some people will not. This guy gave me other five for everything else but a four for value. I had another one give me a four on communication. And in the <laughs> in the review he put in there, some of the best and fastest communication I've ever had on this platform. <laughs> so, I, you know, who knows why people do it? Maybe they fat finger it. Maybe it's an accident or whatever. But I know you guys have worked in other areas. It, this is true, not just with, with voiceover and whether it's Fiverr or it's Upwork or wherever you're getting a rating, we get ratings on Voice One Two Three Voices.com. Right. People, yep. people can or cannot review us. Um, I have Google stuff. I know Jake got me into that, and I started mm-hmm. pushing people for Google reviews. And thank Google goodness business they've all been good. Yeah, yeah, they've all been good so far. But I could get a bad one, and and it hurts our feelings. So, what have you guys dealt with in the past with that? How did you handle it? Well, to be honest with you, like so, like you you touched on something like you know reviews affect people not even not only just in voiceover but really in anything. I mean, like I used yeah. to work in restaurants yeah. like before I got the my last full time job before jumping into voiceover. But I mean, like I worked at Chili's, right? Like everyone knows Chili's. And Chili's stupidly had this ranking, you know, like survey thing. And if your server as a server, if you didn't get all fives in all categories, which I'm going to tell you right now, there was at least a couple categories that you have no control over as far as like, I think one of them was kind of like similar to what Fiverr's doing. It's like quality of the food for the price. If you got anything less than a five on there, your manager has to sit down and have a conversation with you when you have no control over that. <clears throat> and, but you know what that tells me is yeah. that the people in charge, Brinker International, Chili's or whatever, they don't care about how it affects the server. They want to know about them, but yet the server's the one that has to pay for it in one way or another. Just yeah, like yeah. it sounds like I mean, I'm not yeah. on Fiverr, not been on Fiverr. I've never used it kind of thing. But um, I, but obviously it, it impacts like how you're viewed from maybe someone new coming on and they look at maybe, or maybe the algorithm sees that you got a four so they don't pump you up into the, you know, into viewership. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's Absolutely. like, so like it's not taking an effect that way. And at, at that point, it's just not fair because there's probably pe- people who are less talented than you that are getting pumped up because you have a four, whereas maybe sure. they, you know, have, and they're doing it for peanuts. Right. Yeah. And they're doing it. for that, peanuts. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That oh yeah. Really? Affects I paid $5 it. for this voiceover. I'm, that's totally what worth a great the value, value because I'm getting, I'm keeping yeah. all of this money. <laughs> and, yeah, but, uh, and, you know. and this is not a, a pro fiber against fiber and not trying to categorize people. I don't care. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying that it's voiceover. I know there are a lot of people on the platform yeah. and we're just using this as an example as to how ratings and things can affect what goes on, the quality True. It may have nothing to do with the quality of your work, the quality of your sound, the mm-hmm. quality of the delivery. It's just yeah. that somebody doesn't believe, you know, and, and rating systems are awful because if you don't get the fives, and as Jake just said, somebody goes on there and peruses through all your reviews. Oh, he's got three reviews that value for the money is not good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this just started on there. So, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't read very deep. Yeah. So I used to be in my past life. I ran training programs for customer service, right? And quality scores are a big part of customer service. And you should see- This is your fault. Yeah. (laughs) You should see the the spectrum of why people rate the way they do. Mm -hmm. It could come down to, similarly in the voiceover world, the person that they spoke with, right? Reminds Mm -hmm. them of somebody they didn't like. 
Or it yeah. sounds like somebody yeah. that, oh, I'm, you know, it reminds me of this person. So even sounds if it was the just best. just like my ex-wife. Yeah. If, oh, yeah. So it doesn't matter if you did a great job or not. They're just, they got that little, I don't know, itch. So then they're just like, well, I'm going to give that a neutral. I'm going to give that a three. Well, that's uh, when you need to incorporate people, the get bit rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, right? So if you say, hey, one star is the best, right? A one is the best. And let's say there's no stars. One means you're number one, right? Yeah, one is the best. When actually one is the lowest, five is the best, mm-hmm. right? So they'll so they'll click literally on the lowest. So you'll look at the the part that they typed in. It's like they were fantastic. This and that and the other thing. Blah 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 it was great. And then they give them one star, and it's like, well, that's is that a mis- that's a mistake, right? Right, right. So we would in you know in my <laughs> old companies we would we would contact them back and we would ask them why. And a lot and a lot of those were like, yeah, one's the best. Right. So there's that. Fiverr is not doing that. Yeah. No. You know they're not doing <laughs> yeah. that. Even if well, you put, and, though, that one is the worst and five is the best, how many of them don't read it? Because no one ever reads anything, myself mm-hmm. included. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but I mean, at least when it comes to certain things I try to read, but people aren't reading stuff all the time. Yep. And it's a click, yeah, click, click also. So, right. So if TLDR. it's a click, click, click mm-hmm. they might <laughs> click one, click another, click another. And it's actually, they clicked on a four star or something. And then they hit submit and they're like, oh, well, shoot. Well, it's so still good. Are, it's still good. Are we saying it's yeah. semi-relevant? People don't read it anyway? Well, it's, it's not, not irrelevant. It's people not irrelevant when, it, when not it affects a, yeah. us in the algorithm. Exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah it's not irrelevant. That's it's what not I'm, irrelevant. That's what I, I, think. I, yeah. I think, but I do think those mess-ups are going to happen for yeah. people that they can choose what a one is and a it five does. is. They, you know, they're in a cantankerous mood. It's an old old term cantankerous they're in a cantankerous mood hey, get you know, or whatever <laughs> whatever their day was but i do think that regardless of where you are and you're getting reviews you need to know what those reviews are and do everything you can to try to communicate with the client about the review process mm-hmm. and and that may be that may be overt or covert i don't know but at the same time we we now have this new question for those who are on fiverr of value for the money, people who are on Fiverr do not understand the pricing of voiceover, of mm-hmm. the voiceover world. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Pe- yeah. People who are running Fiverr, voiceover was unexpected. I don't think they knew that's what it was going to take off on yeah. Fiverr. They yeah. thought this was going to be Is that the place. biggest stuff right now on Fiverr? Uh, I think no, it's no, really no, the top three. The highest. Yeah. It's, yeah top, I think it's top three or four, but it's Yeah, I think not. it's in the top they, three. I don't think it's a top. It's the highest, but. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that but, was the reason I wanted to on there. I was going to close my account and I thought, well, I'm just going to jack my prices up. And that's what I did after yeah. top rated seller. Yeah. And that did help. <clears throat> then they came out with that pro program they were offering. To, they offered it to a lot of people by email and, mm-hmm. and you didn't even have to qualify. They just gave it to them. I went through the qualification process. Well, you're in the waiting period. We'll let you know. This went on for months. <laughs> then a couple of days ago, they come out with a thing that they're basically going to shut that down. They're not taking any more so applications. That was very short-lived. Da, 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 da. So it's been well, around a, a long time. It's been around since I've been on their platform, yeah. but nobody wanted to do it because you couldn't you couldn't price anything below a hundred dollars. Well, when I was brand new, I couldn't have got a hundred dollar order to save my life on there. There was no way. But now I don't want to do anything under two fifty three hundred. So I'm trying to price where it'll at least hit that by the time they buy their you know, their rights, which they are usage, and most of them try to skew around that. But 
I got back to him and I said, look, I don't think it's it's not right. You're killing a program. I, I tried to get in. I never got a response. Da, da, da. Well, let us revisit your application and we'll let you know, which I probably yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. But I wanted to do that <clears throat> where I could have all my stuff tag pro, jack the price even higher and leave it. You know, because like I yeah. said to me, if, if I get something from there, great. They're going to pay for it. If I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't count on it. So it's different for me. But anyway, <clears throat> let me seg- segue us out of well, that. Well, can, we can I circle oh, back? We may have an episode yeah. on quality here. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I wanted to hear what you had to say, but I had I had more. And if I could talk to the people who do try to work on Fiverr for their voiceover uh, uh, strategy in their career, see this value for the money as an opportunity to educate your clients that you find on Fiverr because they're not educated. They don't understand what the real world rates are because they see so much on Fiverr for $5, $10, whatever. I had somebody on Fiverr reach out to me, wanted six spots. They wanted it for $150. What kind of spots though? Broadcast? Uh, they were, I, I'd have to look. I think they were social media. So they weren't, you know, they weren't broadcast, but they were still. They're still usage payments. Yeah. I'm not doing it. No. Mm-mm. I said, we're really far apart on price. And then I gave them like $800, $900, you know? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I said, we're not, 150 a piece. Sure. 150 for the all six. No, that is not going to yeah, happen. Yeah. And uh, so educate people on price on yeah, Fiverr. They, they do not understand. No, they don't. Usage on there. Yeah. Most people. Well, haven't you got, and, both, and, you think, had issues with that, right? You got like, to think about it. A lot of those people too are newer. They're starting out, you know, cash cow channels. They're starting out whatever. Yeah. And we didn't know when we started and we were no. that voiceover people charging. You know what I mean? Right. So right. it's like, there, there's got to be a little bit of like, we can't just be mad at everybody that comes on and that, you know, they just, then they just don't know. Right. Right. But I think any, any strategy for a good review for Google, for whatever, um, the best thing for me is, it, like I said, doesn't matter what platform you need, wherever you're going to get any kind of customer service or a want for somebody to come back is good communication and relationship yeah, yep. building for sure. yep, from for the sure. beginning, right? Yep. You yeah. make them feel like, wow, I can work with Charles. I can work with Jake. I like, I like Troy, you know, Alden seems like a pretty good guy. He's on top of things. Uh, he's asking all the right questions. Wow. He's asking me questions that I didn't even think about, but those are really Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And wow, I feel organized. I feel like this is the professional that's going to do their job. Yeah. It's in good hands. Yeah. It's in great hands. I can, I can sleep well this weekend. And then when I come back on Monday, they're going to shoot me an email with my recording and it's wow, this is great. And then it's like, hey, if there's any pickups, I'm in the studio all day. Uh, just just shoot me a message or, or right. text me or whatever you want to do. And then they're like, great. And they just feel they feel comfortable and they feel like I can count on this person. And then when mm-hmm. they get that in their head, well, guess what? Next time a project comes up, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember Alden. I remember Jake. Yeah, yeah, Troy really helped me that time. So, hey, we got a new project. And then there you go. And so, so in the big scheme of things, I think it's just making sure that you're doing your best job for that client and to make them happy and make their clients happy with them. So their clients come back to them and then they come back to you. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's, that's it right there. It's just good communication, making them feel safe, making them feel like they got their money's worth 
and uh, you know, it was you were worth it. Yeah, yeah you right. you can't just <clears throat> just blow people off and this this and this and expect good reviews. No mm-hmm. way. Um, I think one of the challenges on there, and Alden, I agree with your education process. One of the challenges on there is the way things are named for usage. Yeah. And they're yeah. standardized. <clears throat> you know, th- they would give you two check boxes when you're brand new. I don't even know that you had that. I can't remember. Uh, I know eventually you got more options you could add, you know, like later custom options and whatever. But at first it was just commercial and broadcast. Well, I'm going to tell you something. 99% of the people in the world think commercial means a TV commercial, a radio (laughs) commercial. And and they should have called it something else because broadcast rights, that's what most people needed. There should have been a (laughs) non-broadcast and a broadcast, or there should have been business use and broadcast or something. And to make it where we didn't have to explain and fight for all that crap. We shouldn't have to fight to get paid. Yeah, you know, and, and, my and that puts off. you on the offensive and that makes you look bad. And my hats off and my thanks to the Fiverr voiceover community who worked so hard to educate people and added things like social media rights or, you know, uh, social media campaign rights and things just to show that there are different avenues that, mm-hmm. that, that advertising and voiceover is going to be used. But all of them require some kind of rights, some kind of usage rights. So mm-hmm. I appreciate the many, many VO who worked hard to educate. Because I think yeah. Fiverr paid attention yeah. and they made some adjustments. Not they perfect. Did. They didn't They're go all the perfect. way they should go, but it's. V- they, yeah, VO yeah. is just like you said, third or fourth down the chain. It's not, you know. At and least, then as, as uh, yeah. revenues have tanked for them in the last year, uh, they have seemed like they've given it less and less attention. Yeah. And, and we're not trying to make this. Uh, a lift up fiver or a trash fiver or anything with fiver. It is what it is. It's out there. It's, it's just they're the example right now. I mean, yeah, if this was one yeah, yeah, yeah. VDC, the we'd be saying the same kind of stuff. And, you or know, whatever, you're you know? talking I mean, about the worlds of voiceover. That's one I'm telling. I'm telling you, if VDC and V123 started ranking us based on our reviews only, we would be having the same conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Because, yeah. You know, yeah. This, yeah. Right. Going on this right is now. just the one that popped up, and sure. you know, we're like I said, we're not we're not pro, we're not anti. It's just you know, if you're on there, heck, fire, be sure you're you're standing for your pricing and 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 yes. getting. You getting know what paid. it seems to me <clears throat> is that people that like okay, like the companies don't work with the people that they work with versus the people that pay them money for the service, if that makes sense. Like, it's like, they don't like, you know, oh, how I know you're what you're about, saying. Yeah. yeah. You know how you're talking about like, you know, thanks to the VO people that have helped at least shape certain aspects of this. They don't do that enough. And I've seen that not only in voiceover, but yeah, I saw it at shows yeah. when I worked there. I saw it at the last job that I worked at. If the last, yeah. pe- the, if the people that bought out the company that I was working for would have worked clo- more closely with us, the, the employees, the people that work there that have to deal right, with the stuff that right, they're putting out right. versus worrying about like, oh, how much are we going to sell? And we got to make sure we look good, blah, 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 yep. blah, blah, blah. They probably would have been so much better off as far as keeping the morale high with the people that they were buying essentially like sure. mm-hmm. and, and and the same concept here it's like why not work more closely with the people who are actually selling stuff on here who are causing people to spend money on them who are causing that and, and in turn making us money as well mm-hmm. why not work with them that's always so weird to me because it's 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 bass backwards you know what i mean right. like it's like you're yeah. not you're not working with the right people on this thing <clears throat> right i think right. it's i think it's because i think it's p- partially because of their customer base right like their their customer base income, right? Because agencies aren't going to Fiverr, 
You know what no, I mean? They're, no. Their their target audience has about this income, and you know, or generally in this area, and about this is about what they're probably going to spend. So we need to target to that price range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think if they if they targeted to what prices should be, it would be way out of range for the majority of the the clients that that go on there. You know what right. I mean? So right. that's the, I think that, that's probably part of the reason. Yeah, that segment of their business yeah. wouldn't exist. And and they do a lot. I mean, there's a lot of virtual assistant stuff on there. There's a lot of, you know, uh, tech help you can go on there and get. There's a lot of graphics things. And I yeah. go there yeah. when I want uh, to change a logo or I want to mm-hmm. do things with mm-hmm. my logo. Mm-hmm. I hired a guy on there to fix. And, and Alden, you remember this. And I think yeah. I shared with you what he did. He fixed, yeah. you know, all my DNS stuff and my website yes. to make yeah. things work. Yeah. So my emails would stop. Yep. doing this and I, that. I use the same guy yeah, yeah. and what 25 dollars or something right and, yeah. and he gets on with you live and logs in and fixes it in your system and does it and he's gone and he might you know he got 25 bucks yep all and, of a sudden your email is no longer bouncing yeah everything yeah. started working and uh, there you know they they have so much going on and i guess it all you know there's so much of that that is not equivalent to what goes on in the VO business, but the platform itself is built to cover everything. Yeah, they're all segmented out with this kind of gigs and that kind of gigs and whatever, but the rules and the way it works and the algorithms are cr- probably across the board. So it's, it's tricky, tricky. I mean, yeah. anyway, if you, and like, <clears throat> like Alden said, and what Jake said as well, um, they listen more to the client than they do the artist. Or the and seller who's in turn selling, making yeah. them money. Like yeah. Yeah, that, that always right. yeah. baffles me. But, and but. and the online casting is not that much different. It's not. Um, well, Troy, is, I, w- I would love for them to have focus groups, more focus groups, right, more yeah. and actually yeah. listen to them because I sometimes and, and I feel listen. like focus groups are guises. <laughs> Well, they ent- yeah, they, they, they yeah. have things on there where you can go Keep in and send in your comments and suggestions and whatever. How could we make the site better for you as a, as a voice actor and da-da-da-da? But, you know, are they doing anything about it? I don't know. I mean, I've always been one said, on a level playing field, if every audition was released to everybody and you pick, you could just pick and choose. And, and if you're not fast, they all come out to everybody at the same time. And this one's not for me. That's not for me. Oh, there's one for me. Bam. Jump on it. Get it done. Move on to the next one. Bang, bang, bang. I don't, I don't like someone else deciding for me what I see. That's up to me. Mm -hmm. And, and Jake and I know this, we have an agency that sends us everything. Then we decide, am I fit for that? Nope. Am I fit for that? Nope. And I skip a lot of their stuff. Because it's not a fit for me. I wish I had that same opportunity. Although, yes, on the platforms, I do see things I'm not a fit for. And yeah, I 100%. Them. But I sure. also, I also, many times, and you guys have sent me, did you see job number 56124? Yeah. 100%. And yeah. I was like, nope, for you, Troy. Well, it's great for you, man. It's a Southern accent. It's it's actually right in your backyard. Yeah. I, I don't tell you and guys I won't the other get day. It. No, and I'm voices t- says, you guys sent me nah, a job the other the right day. Guy, you're like, you? Jake, this is perfect for you. And I was like, I haven't seen it yet. And you guys, you will, you will. I have not seen really? that job. Never yeah, because the reference, in. yeah, because, okay, I, I, I remember wasn't sending that one. it a picture one. of me? They were like, we're looking I mean, for a voice <laughs> that matches. Yeah, they were like, they gave a reference link to a video or a YouTube, or a YouTube video or something. And he was it on was the like, I thought have it was Jake. I was like, dude, this is. I'm missing. I was like, this is you. I was like, this is exactly you. This is exactly what they want. And because, and because. Because I was higher ranked, I got it first. 
And yeah. I was just like, well, just wait. Cause you're going to get it. And then you still didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Never got it. Yeah. I often I remember wonder, you guys talking uh, about that. I often wonder from the client side, what they would say. Would the, would they care that somebody pays $2,200 and sees it quicker and this guy pays 800 and he sees it tomorrow and this guy is higher up and he sees it, but <clears throat> there are they, do they even know, are they trusting in the site to do that or do they care? Well, or would they think I'd rather everybody see it that way? I, you know, no, I don't think they have that option when they, yeah, I think there's a balance because number one, if I was them, I'm busy, right? I want to get the best, I want to get the best, uh, auditions for this spot. Cause, and, and I don't want to hear a thousand of them. I just want, I just want good ones that come in. So for me, I would, pr if, I mean, let's say I was with a company and I have a little bit of a budget or whatever, I don't even know how the pricing works on the, on the client side, uh, on voice one, two, three, but I would want, okay. I want the, I want the top people and I want 50 auditions max. Mm -hmm. And, and so if I put that out people, there, the high paying people yeah, say again, are, is does that mean just because you pay more that makes you a top person? Well, it well the, not necessarily. We're about one, two, three. It treats those differently, so you can it be does. in the top twenty percent and not be, you know, in as the, like in the, in the platinum. In is the, it platinum? Platinum and premium are the two mm -hmm. terms, yeah. I think. So, so I don't. So I don't pay the top, the very top tier, but I still pay an expensive tier. Anyway? Yeah. Um. But the thing is, whenever that group one comes out. It wants, let's say, 15 that are in my tier, the top, the top 10, 15 members of the top 10%. So I still get yeah. thrown into that group, yeah. into that group yeah. one. Yeah. And, and I'm not paying the, and I'm not paying double the, the price for the, the super top tier. Mm -hmm. Um, but then see, that's when the whole ranking thing comes in because Jake, like I was actually thinking of messaging the person that sent that thing and been and been like you need to contact this person or reach out to them because they're going to be a perfect fit well here's the thing if i the only way i could message them is if i accept that audition so i'm going to send them oh, something yeah. and, that and they're not going to give me a short yeah. list for it so then that goes against me in my ranking you know what i mean so it's just like this uh, well here's the thing i the reason i suggest that because i someone we all know and i won't get into it just in case just to keep everybody's you know just to keep this method, someone had suggested someone that we all know who is in that higher tier mm -hmm. had suggested someone else we know for a job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is so coded. No, no. So, well, what I'm Go saying, ahead. well, all I'm saying is someone that was in that highest paid tier who, because they pay that highest paid tier, yeah. the algorithm does not yeah. touch them, does not uh, does not hurt right. them or mm -hmm. help them. They're just automatically in that top spot. They were able to suggest somebody else mm -hmm. for a job, but if. Mm -hmm. exactly so if you know so they were able to suggest them for a job and it didn't affect them whereas you would definitely have to worry about that affecting your score it's mm -hmm. understandable i'm not sitting here going dang charles why didn't you do that you know yeah. what i mean now I'm if they had now because sometimes the clients in the audition itself will have their email or their phone number be like hey if you have any questions contact me sure i would have 100 percent instantly jumped on that and been like hey right my name's charles this and this and this this person's going to be the best fit for that spot. Jake's your guy. Yeah. This is the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and all that's, good. And that's just us probably, helping each other out, you know? Yeah. I probably would have risked getting a ding. 
I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. But you know right, what? Yeah. Seriously. See you guys later. Bye bye, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was Charles. I'm going to go ahead and turn off this slide here. Episodes, I'm going to go ahead and shut her down. No, no. If I was on the client end of that, I would like. I would be really appreciative. I'm like, he's probably is the guy. Yeah. And for, you know, if Charles is recommending Jake like in this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go to Charles again. You know, I'm going to make sure I invite him to auditions because if he's not the guy, he, uh, if he, he is the guy, people. he's going to give me Could great be. auditions. Could and be. if he isn't the guy, he's going to point me in a pretty good direction. You know, yeah. so the guy that knows the guy. service on top of yeah. service. <laughs> yeah. Could <laughs> the be guy that knows sure. the guy. All right, so we ready to take just a few minutes and talk about this other side? Wait, yeah. real quick before we talk Which side about what we just talking about. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're going to talk about There's before we sides. talk about the other worlds well, of VO. Yeah, I want to hear each of ours best in a world of VO. Just I Troy oh, did one earlier, gosh. but you can do it again. Let's just do it just for fun. <laughs> so who wants to go first? Alden. Oh, come on. I'll go first since I suggested it. (laughs) Here we go. In a world of VO. Not bad. Mm -hmm. Right. Not bad. Are there two worlds? Oh, is that it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. I just, well, just because like, it's like we're talking about. Yeah. A world, what about that other world? Like, the, keep going. Well, yeah. In a world of VO. That, that was good. That was good. You're good. All right. In All a right. world of VO. Ooh. <clears throat> All right. All right. Okay. In a world of VO. That's all I got, fellas. I can't uh-huh. do it. You were uh-huh. laughing uh-huh. already, Doug. I, I think you were laughing. Good. You were just sitting there going. I'm like, in a world of VO. Yeah, could you do it less smiley? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, director is saying. Less smiley, please. Where there are two <laughs> worlds of VO. Hold on. I got to psych myself up. <clears throat> for, sorry for nope. the people that are listening to this and can't see my face right now. So yeah, go watch laughing. it on YouTube. Yeah. In a world of VO. Hey, mm-hmm. see? Okay, pretty yeah. good. They've got pretty the, good. Elvis, yeah. the Elvis yeah. curl going in a on. World, in a world, the Elvis. Pretty mama. <laughs> pretty mama. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Troy, let's hear it. Troy. Oh, I did mine early. You did yours early. Let's hear it again. Prepare yeah. 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 and get ready. Shake it out and do it. In a world of VO. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> the breath. I like the breathiness. Afterwards. All right, let's get into it. I'm sorry. VO. Delay. I just thought we had Yeah, let's, uh, let's, we got, you know, we, we took up probably a little over half on, on that. But let me tell you, that's going to be beneficial. There's so much discussion. People are asking, which platform should I get on? Where should I go? Which one should I do? I've been seeing that lately. Which one's <laughs> easiest? Or how do I, I get a voiceover it. agent? Can anyone <clears> send <throat> me a list of voiceover agents? I'm still seeing <laughs> that. I'm thinking about getting on one of the pay to plays. Which one? Which yeah. one's better? Why is it like, harder okay, on this well, one? Well, here's, like, yeah, which one? There's a ton of them. You, you know what, though? This topic's going to make honestly. it sound like we're telling people not to get into voiceover. Because, I mean, like, it's like, how could you not? Well, I mean, here, it's, but it's literally just talking off an experience. Yeah, and uh, um, I know I refer to him a lot, but he has some really good comments on Facebook. Um Somebody you, had posted about being in the in down in the in the dumps, and you know they've been at this two or three years, and they just felt like they just hit a wall, and da 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 da, and they kind of backed off for a month and whatever. And the comment made was, and I'll give him credit because he'll. It, I don't know that he listens, but if he does, he'll know it's his comment. But it was Mark Ryder who said, "You can only jog in voiceover," and he said, "I've yep. been jogging for." 18 years. Which is encouraging. Should be encouraging. And and he's, you know, it's what it is. But he said the the bottom line of it is 
the passion to never want to stop jogging. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, you Damn, just have to realize. Like a Nike ad or something. That's, uh, man. that's you so can't, pretty You good. can't go any faster. You can't go any faster. You can't make it go any faster. That's beautiful. You just though. have to chug thing. along with it and believe and love it. You mm-hmm. know, so. Single tier. And that's kind of Single where, going down. where this is headed. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where this is headed when I was talking about the worlds of VO is that a couple things, you know, we just talked about all these platforms, you know, where beginners start out and then there are the worlds of beginners and novices and pros. There's the world of hobbyists. There's the world uh, as beginners, there are ex-radio people, there are ex-actors, ex-performers, ex-presenters. Uh, teachers, et cetera, that have something that gives them a little bit of an advantage coming mm-hmm. into this. Mm-hmm. And then they're, you know, they're, they are all beginners. They're doing these certain things and they're going in tens of thousands of different directions to learn. They're either getting on these free platforms. They're either going, spending a lot of money doing it properly through coaching and training, or they're just doing it on their own and they're watching YouTube and Facebook and whatever, and they may break in. Or they're, they falling, can go, or they're falling into traps. Exactly. There's, there's a lot of, exactly. there's a lot of kind of not so good. Well, there's scammy out there. stuff out there. I mean, yeah, there, I mean and that's every yeah. industry, that's every business, but right. sure. Right. I just want to point out real quick too, when Charles and I did our workshop a couple of weeks ago, one of the first questions someone asked was like, what about the scams? And we're like, we're going to get to that. So people that aren't even NVO yet know that there are scams out there. They're like, yeah, they are out there. How dare they talk about your workshop that way? Yeah, I know. Well, we we sent them packing pretty quick. Yeah. Awesome. No, That's I'm awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. So, you know, once, once you establish under your quote unquote beginner thing and, and there's buckets and buckets of things, you know, under the beginner thing. And then let's just say you get through all that. Now you're a novice and you're probably doing some online casting. You may have an agent or you're looking for an agent. You could be doing direct marketing, et cetera, et cetera. So now you're in that what that middle class thing, the novice, whatever, you're making some money, you're getting some coaching, you know, things are going along, da da da. And then what, there's what would, the next what I'm sorry to to butt in. No, what would no novice what would you consider novice and like the amount of money, like you know, you said you're making some money. Like what would that kind of novice range be? Let's hmm. say you're making more than you're spending. Let's say that. Okay. All right. So you're to a point where you're not just having to constantly invest. You're actually showing a profit, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Let's say you made $8,000 and you spent six, you know, on coaching and equipment this year, but I made a couple thousand. So I'm, I'm starting now I can reinvest and keep moving. Maybe I'm going to put that money into a, 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 a pay to play, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're you, and you're serious. You really want to do you'd love to do this full time. And then what you'll see then, I think another step becomes as people become pro, semi-pro, whatever we want to call it, is they move into a more professional, whether they're full-time or not. They There are two different, I, I'm seeing there's a split off of two different things. And I think we're all in this, what I like to call the popular world, because we're involved in these Facebook groups. We're going to VO conferences. We're trying to get agents. We're getting work from certain places. We're starting to climb the ladder. We're somewhere between year three and year five. We are seeing return. We're making a quote unquote living. We don't do anything else. So Mm -hmm. let's call this the professional level, but there are avenues in this professional level. And here's where I want to stir the conversation and get feedback or input from you guys to see, am I seeing things crazily 
Mm -hmm. because there are us who we are, like I said, we're going to go to conferences. We're going to go to these coaches and there are these groups of coaches we all know about. And these are the groups of coaches we all go to. Mm -hmm. They are the seminars and the workouts that we all go to. And we see all these same groups of people. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? It's usually these same bundles or clusters of people. Yeah. We, we yeah. see some new people coming in. Sure, sure. Conferences and stuff are for that new people. They come in, they check it out and they either stay or they go. But in this professional world, and what got me started looking at this was, is I thought it's time to go fishing. I don't know that I'm ready, but I need to go fishing for a bigger agent. Mm-hmm. I've got the regionals. I'd really love to have a bigger agent. I'd love to get some at-bats that are big, mm-hmm. sure. not mm-hmm. just, you know, so I thought, where do I go? So first thing I should do is go on their roster and look at who's on their roster. And I start scrolling through the roster and I see one or two out of 200 names that you recognize that, that I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's these other 198 people that are Where good are enough they? to be with these top agents. They, they're yeah. on yeah. Atlas. They're, they're on CSD. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think your point is, is that no one really knows who they are. We don't know who they are. Well, and yeah. it kind of goes yeah. back to what Linda was saying. And I can't remember if she said it on our podcast <laughs> or if she said it when we were on hers, but there's a bunch of people that are doing, that are killing voiceover that we just don't know because they're not in, they're not part of the group. Right. They're not part of the, right. they're not, you know, maybe they're part of Nava because I mean, that's a great thing to be a part of anyway, but I mean like, sure. but they're not, but they're, they don't go to the conferences. They don't have to kind of thing. I mean, look, I'm not knocking the conferences, but I mean like eventually, like I feel like you really wouldn't have to, I think you should definitely at least try to go to one in your in your journey, just because one, it's a great opportunity to meet other voice actors sure. and everyone is just so dope. I mean, like and, and, and anyone that's not dope, they're the ones that get pushed out to the side. You know what I mean? Like, so, so I'm just saying like, <clears throat> and I there's know you, people that don't have to do all this stuff that you think you have to do and dive into and invest into. And I'm not talking about your equipment. The point. I, right think there. Past, the point. I think they're past the point of needing to really make those connections, needing to really be in the spotlight to be seen by other agencies and other managers. I think they're, I think they're because they've, they had to have, I mean, they're where they're they are 20 now. years in maybe. Yeah. They're where right. they are or now. More. And these, and like social media and all that stuff wasn't around maybe when they started. So that wasn't an option for them. So they probably did more face to face uh, they they did you know workshops local things, uh, I, I'd probably be right to guess that about them because I like me personally I don't know anybody since I started like almost what three and a half four years ago I don't know anybody that has started and just blasted off to the top like yeah which isn't that know, encouraging too it is it, it is. is. Yeah. But it also what Charles brings up makes me makes me look at it this way. Is this that we're seeing and we're doing? Is this the new world that how they got to where they got? You probably can't do that anymore. No, nope, I don't think yeah. so. So and every industry. has So that. doing what we're doing, the networking, yeah. the conferencing, the, the workshops, this, that to get in front of the right people who can get you out of this tier. And I think we're in that three to five tier. And then I think there's a five to ten tier. And then I think. You're in that legacy. You're, uh, the you're legacy in that whatever. Tier. Yeah, you're yeah. either mm. you're either in it or you're done. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I kind of look at between three and five. You you will get to a certain point between year three and five, and if you're not really hitting a stride in year five to take you on up, 
it would worry me or concern me if I were in this and in that position. And, you know, that's something to think about. Well, I mean, again, things were done so differently, you know, five, 10 years, maybe 15 years before the pandemic started. And then the pandemic brought on this whole new aspect. I mean, like there were some people that were already doing like the home studio stuff, but it wasn't very common. And then it became like, then it just kind of like blew up. That's the new norm. Right. That's the new norm. Right. So. And I think, yeah, there were a lot of people maybe thinking about doing it and the pandemic triggered it. It's like, okay, it's time to do it Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, you know what sucks is, and I, I know I talked about this before, is like I literally was thinking about doing it before the pandemic started. I started doing it before the pandemic started, but like so close yeah, to same. when the pandemic started, it makes yep. it seem like I did it because, like as a reaction to the pandemic. Yeah, when right. in right. actuality, right. I was already like, you know, sitting there doing it. It's okay it. to claim that yeah. you're a pandemic story. I'm not. A, yeah. I, Don't I, down I, the clown. I, no, Only I, if I, you I, are, Charles. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm not a pandemic story. But yeah. anyway. Same but, here. No, Jake, we have a similar story in that exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. I had done some voiceover work really six months before mm-hmm. uh, uh, the pandemic. And so, but the pandemic kind of. Well, I'm a pandemic story, so I guess I'll see you guys later. That's good. Me too. Me too. Well, Charles. nothing wrong with that, Charles. Yeah. I was thinking about it a couple years before. And, yeah. and my wife was pushing me to do it. And I thought, I didn't know you could do it at home. You know, I thought, where am I going to do right. that? I'm in yeah. Nashville. There's nothing. You know, I can't do that. You know, it's There's funny. No a dream of mine, a dream of mine <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid, um, and it's not voiceover, but I always wanted to do Foley when I was a kid because I loved making sound effects with my mouth, like just noises, you know, and oh, that's what Jake's I do. super good at, like he's super good at, at especially particular noises uh and sounds but like i was and i was fascinated because i went to universal studios when i was a kid and they showed a foley artist and it was like they had shoes in their hands and they're like walking on rocks (laughs) and and then they had the movie in the background i was like oh there's a whole thing of and and i didn't even know it was foley i just it was a sound effects person Uh you know and I, I didn't know till just now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all Charles sees yeah. when he watches those movies. Dude, dude, dude. He I, sees no, the background. It's he's, funny he's because clip, I listen clip, to I listen, and if a sound effect doesn't really fit, or it's like, well, it should kind of be like a clip clop and an echo because they're in the hallway, but right. it's just the clip clop and no echo. Like I notice those kind of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And 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 you got to understand that, like, for to make the movie or the scene believable and paint this real picture in your mind it's gotta you gotta be you gotta understand all those little things that okay well there's a there's a you know a curtain over there in this so it's probably gonna deaden the sound a little bit or what you know what i mean like they gotta really know what sounds sound like in those environments and it's i don't know it's, it fascinates me yeah, you, honestly, Troy, if you've never seen this before, you, after we get off this, you should YouTube the Foley artist and then like Jurassic Park, and they do the scene where the well, raptors I, being born and stuff. Yeah, I've I, I've seen people doing the Foley stuff. I just didn't know that was the name for it. For yeah, some yeah, oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, I knew I knew what it was. That makes sense. I've even seen totally. a guy like step on an egg to get the certain crack sound. Yeah, yeah. breaking yeah. bones yeah. is like Break celery. <laughs> You know, yeah. like necks breaking and st- like, it's awesome. Yeah. I was watching behind the scenes, Lord of the Rings the other night with my girlfriend and, uh, they, there was the, the growl of the Balrog, which is the big, uh, thing that Gandalf fights in the first movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they could have easily rec- used what the recording they had and, you know, added reverb to it and stuff like that. But they found these underground like tunnels that the like, it was natural reverb that they just could not like 
replicate. And so they took their all their equipment down there and just spent time recording that this stuff. Cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's not voiceover related at all. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say it's like, yeah. it's not yeah. super yeah. tangent, yeah. but that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. coming back to the world. Uh, yeah. Parallel, uh, uh, parallel, uh, parallel yeah. industry. Yeah. Right? I, I think, parallel. yeah, I, I, I think we hit on something that was what I was trying trying to, to get to as a wrap uh, for us to each talk a little bit about it is that it has transcended. We know that. Mm-hmm. There are uh, levels that you get to. I still think there are a couple of directions that things are going because there is, and I don't want to call it the scam way or whatever versus the right way. There is some of that, but I think there, there are, there's an approach to um, hobbyists and part-timers and et cetera, et cetera, versus people who truly want to do this for a living. And some of those people may want to, they just might not have the time or the ability or don't feel like they can. And that's fine. If that's what you want to do, I think that's fantastic. I, I've said a couple times, I wish I could have stayed part-time longer because I mm-hmm. think it would have given me the opportunity to invest more. Maybe I could have gone to the European retreats and, and stuff like that and got gotten that training or whatever. But on the other hand, you know, I, tr- I kind of treat it as, you know, you work hard at it and you, you, you work hard, you go hard, you practice hard, you, yeah. you market hard and <clears throat> do all that. And that's what we're doing. And then are there, is there another side to it still, you know, or do we see now in these worlds of VO, when we look at the old world and the new world, is that the way we should look at it? There was an old world and it was done that way. And that's all these people on these rosters. We don't know pre COVID or even further back. And now since COVID all of the marketing of how to get into VO, all of the strategy to get into VO, the, the conferences, this, 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 and how things have exploded and grown. Is that the second world? Hmm. What do you guys think? I definitely think it might be the, I guess, second world in the sense that, like, how about this? I think it's probably more so the new world. And I'm not saying that the people that are in that first world or the old world are, like, going to be, you know, SOL or anything like that. I think they're obviously well established at this point. They have their regular customers. They have their, they probably, they, most of those people are probably set in terms of their finances if they, you know, if they need to retire for any reason or if they for some reason couldn't keep up that's besides the point all i'm saying i think this new world and is just kind of had to adapt to what happened although you know a couple years ago yeah and and more people are finding it easier to at least take a dive into it now again just because you dive into something doesn't always mean you're going to be successful um you know uh but but it's, this is all we know, it, right? This is all we know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This is all we know. I mean, I mean, like, again, like I came from that acting background in the beginning. So I, beforehand anyway, so I kind of already had an understanding of the agency side of things and how that works. But we come to find out that you don't necessarily need an agent to get those well-paying gigs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. You really just need to know how to market yourself or you just need to be like Charles and be super talented and don't have to market yourself and you just get jobs all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Talent plus schmooze. We are. Talent plus schmooze equals Charles. Yeah. We are seeing even more diversity with the four of us because of that, because of, you know, and it works good for us in the accountability world because we are all four still have a ton of similarities working in this new world, Mm -hmm. but we are also seeing that we're getting, getting work from 
a different different streams. Mm-hmm. Charles's streams are different than Alden's, which are different than Jake's, which are different right. than mine. But we have a ton of similarities. Yeah, there's right. crossovers in those streams too. Yeah. But then it's not just okay. We're we're working out of this one bucket. Like mm-hmm. we're kind of take right. we we all take out of this little bucket, but then we all take out of our own little other buckets too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because yeah. yep. all right, so let's let's go around around the the horn here and let's talk about real quickly. Your your um, high majority. So if you say I, I get I get paid the most from here. If you don't want to say that's fine, but if, if you want to say this is where you know most of mine comes from, and we can we can categorize it like pay to plays, which would be oh okay VDC V one two three. We'll we'll call the the pay to plays non paid platforms. We'll just mm-hmm. call it that. I get most of mine from non paid platforms, or I get most of mine from direct marketing. I get most of mine from agents. I get most of mine from what, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. So Alden, what about you? Um, the last couple of years, I, most of mine has come from direct marketing. So direct clients that I work with, whereas, and it might be like 60, 40. So lump all the, all the, uh, platforms into the 40% and about yeah. 60% is direct. Yeah. Okay. Charles, I would say starting off, it's 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 probably ninety percent pay to play, um, ten percent direct, and through my website. But the thing is, I would say forty to forty five percent that started on pay to play have now become direct of Which those. Is, that's key. You know what I mean? Those of you listening. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, that's good. yeah, that's good. That's good. Yep. All right, Jake. Um, you know what? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've talked about this before, but like for my the first, you know, I'm I'm starting my fifth year right now. My first four years, majority of it has definitely been pay to place, more specifically, uh, Voices.com. Um, I've had a great ROI on there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny when people talk about like, is which one should I get on? It's like I almost want to say I've had great success on Voices.com, but I more often than not see people say I'm I don't do well on Voices. So I don't know what I'm necessarily doing and particularly different than everybody else that's having issues with it. I've just for some reason have been able to do pretty well on it. Now I will say this year, which has been started off with a bang. I've, I've booked on all aspects. I've booked with an agency. I've booked with uh, direct clients. I've booked yeah. on, on, on platforms. I would probably say majority of my income this year, just from January till now has been uh, direct followed by agency and then pay to play. Hmm. Yeah. So that's I mean, a good swing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I, yeah. I, I like money, period, but <laughs> I want to. I'd love to get to a point where I don't have to worry about pay to plays. Now, mm-hmm. if I'm still getting a yeah. good ROI, then I I'm don't see you. why I would drop a pay to play. Right at this point, I know earlier in the year I was talking about maybe, maybe trying to test the waters, jumping on Voices.com. But I mean, like I've already, I mean, like I and I, my, I just renewed and I've already made my money back. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm having a good ROI on there, and I think it was important. I needed to learn that for myself. Like, look, you're still having a good ROI regardless of what you think of the platform, if it's still making you X amount, you know, of your income a year, then keep working with it until it doesn't, until you don't need it or it's not working for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just go off the back of that because that is exactly what you need to do. And for me, I dropped off of voices.com, not because I didn't make my money back because I certainly did and more, but the time I spent auditioning, the return I was getting for that because uh, I count and, and we all count that as a part of our ROI. It's not just the money you paid for the platform, but the time you spend sure. investing in those auditions 
what is your return? And uh, I was just seeing I was making more from my direct marketing. I'm, and I'm thinking if I took that time I spent auditioning for Voices.com jobs and started and turned it into my direct marketing, you know, I felt like I could have more return for my investment. So that's, right. you know, I've been off Voices.com I, for about three months now. Yeah. And I think that's a, I think it's a strategy. The strategy is always going to be different for different people. Right? Yeah. You've got it. And, yeah. And it's your you, business. Yeah, you have and to pay You find to what it. works for you yep. and go for it. Because I yep. think in the industry overall, just being in the, in the training background and facilitation, I mean, it all, it always comes down to three things. It's going to be skill, will, or drill every single time. Okay. Like, do you, if you don't know the skill, like getting into voice or you don't know the skill, well, you're not going to do well. Right. But once you learn the skill, now you know the skill, but now do you have the, do you have, you have to drill because now you have the skill, but you don't know how to use it. Right. So then you get coaching, you get training, you get these things. Right. So, and you get your auditions and you practice editing. Now you're good. So now you have the, the, the skill, you have the drill and the big part is the will. Are you willing? Because now you have these things. Are you willing to do the coaching? Are you willing to learn? Are you willing to go with the ups and downs? Are you willing to stick it out? Can you stick it out? Maybe you're willing, but other things, you know, dictate, you know, if, if you're going to, if you, if that will is going to push through or not. And, and I think those, those three things, and that really goes with everything in life and any job and situations, it's a will driller skill. You, you don't know it, you get taught. Once you yeah. get taught, you don't know how to use it, but you do it over and over and over and you got it down because yep. you got it drilled. Yep. And now do you have the will to yep. take that to the next level? Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Yeah. Mine well, has taken way too much drill time. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want, no. I, I wanted, um, I wanted everyone to hear the four different aspects and my percentages are, are probably like 60% direct, probably 20% paid platforms, uh, and about 10 or 15 percent of non-paid platforms where I still pick up some work. And then there's that 5 percent of I, I just want to call it other uh, where I might get paid to help on a workshop or I might get paid for something that wasn't really VO business. So about 5 mm. percent of my income is really non-VO type mm -hmm. stuff. Well, Guys, we, we're we're pushing an hour. I want to wrap things up. We may end up splitting this into the quality episode and then the other episode. I don't know. We may let it all run together. <laughs> but I did want yeah. people yeah. before. Yeah, I, I did yeah. want people to hear that. You know, there are many different worlds of VO. There's old worlds, new worlds. There are different avenues in the new world. I wanted uh, folks to hear about the differences that just the four of us have in an accountability group as to the differences of where our, our income's coming from. But the, the last part of this that I want them to hear is in an accountability group, the idea is to lift each other up, mm -hmm. support yep. each other, and to be have some differences to where the other three, uh, other than yourself or the other two people or however many you have, are able to take something from that and apply it to what they're not doing and maybe do it. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes two of you may have uh, with four of us, two of us may have a couple things very in common that we're trying to do. And those two can even pull off and work together on that one thing. 
and the other two guys may be working on another thing like Charles and Jake are doing some local workshops. That's mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm, Alden mm-hmm. and I aren't going to drive down for that, but that doesn't no, mean sorry. we're not, not supporting yeah, them. We were pretty we're bummed about that you know, that you guys didn't show up, yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we knew. <laughs> but we're a thousand percent in support of that. Yeah. They, yep. Of course, they yep. could have done a you know a, a conference call and put us up on the screen, but that's okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I have we, no uh, doubt that you guys knocked your I'm sure they had, the and had a blast. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to doing yeah. that for the local high school this year on career day. I'm going to yeah, be doing be a presentation hey, here for career day. Dope. That'll be neat. I expect I to be on be uh, Facebook live. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Facebook live. Um, but I, we just wanted Charles to get this out there school. that there are so many different roads, so many different directions, so many different scams, unfortunately, please, yeah, yeah. please vet everything, pay attention, get an accountability group like we've done, stick together, stick to the road, um, you know, be very cognizant of everything that's going on around you in this. Don't listen to everything you see in these Facebook groups. Vet things, dig into things. There are many worlds out there you could be drawn into, and some of them are not where you need to be. In many Guys, worlds. closing comments. <laughs> Just, I mean, I'm going to reiterate what Charles says. If it works for you, keep doing that. And if people got issues with it, that's probably because they weren't successful in that avenue and yeah. whatever, you know, I mean, like, look, there's going to be times that you, maybe you get criticized for how you did something. Well, oh, well, always try to improve stick. I would try to definitely see what is industry standard. And again, we've said this so many times across our podcast. We even have an episode recently. Know your worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alden. Yep. Well, we talked about the ROI. That's going to change from time to time. So you need to know who your business is and go back and reevaluate, you know. So even though I jumped off of Voices.com because when it was time for me to renew, that was not, the ROI did not look good enough for me. Yeah. I'll go and re-examine that again here in maybe another three months and, and see yeah. if that's still Who knows if two true. or 300 yeah. people don't fall off yep. and and we start seeing, and here we are in the accountability group, the three of us saying, hey, Alden, we're starting to see on there's not near as many people you might want to get back. Mm. Uh, really? Seriously? Who knows? All right, Charles. Um, I think that it's paramount that you keep a very good working relationship and communication with your clients. Make them happy. Make deliver your best work. Get back to them on time. Deliver things early. Be available for them. And they're going to they're going to feel safe with you. They're going to like your work and they'll come back. Or awesome. they will if they don't have work at the time, they also are in an industry where they know other people that do the things they do that need voice actors. So right, referrals right. are there too. So it's all, it's all part of the big picture. So just do your best to build that relationship with your clients. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hopefully some good advice for everybody from four of us who are out there churning and burning every churning day. Burning. Uh, yeah, it's been tax week, Super Bowl week. It's been a good week. Uh, everybody's on fire so far this year. Really proud Heck watching yeah. you guys this year. You guys it just, it really does make me swell up inside with pride because, you know, we've all worked together and, and we've all pushed each other and to see you guys to go through your heartaches and then to see you taken off yeah you know, and it's, oh, it's really been it's really been great this year Yo, Good Charles is just driving to the launch pad right now we just waiting for <laughs> that he's yep. waiting on no who's gonna Elon be driving yeah. who's gonna be driving to the launch pad i think uh we won't say it but hopefully we're gonna yeah. be like 
Jake, oh, let yeah, us yeah, go yeah. with you. Yeah, can't yeah. talk about Jake, it, guys. Can't talk about it. Let us go. Well, I think we always have auditions that maybe are on the back burner that could turn into something. And anytime. Yep. That's yep. the thing. That's one last yep. thing, real quick. You never know what an opportunity yep. will lead to. Yep. Exactly. No. Thank you, no, Jake. It, that's what we're talking 100%. about earlier. You got to get those at bats, and, and yep. that's what we're looking for: is upping <laughs> our chances with better at bats. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's fun to play in the minor leagues, but the majors, when you step up to the plate in front yeah. of a big crowd, that's what it's all about. And then yep. when you smack a homer or a grand slam in the majors yeah, that's baby. what i'm talking about yeah, baby. we need an I'll episode that's just all analogies because <laughs> fantastic toll roads here we come let's not hey, make guys. it this one yeah this this has this has been fun i think it's been a good one i hope people enjoyed it a lot of good information and uh hey hang around we'll be back next week with uh with another vo podcast see ya hasta luego later bye We hope you enjoyed this episode of It's Another VO Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also email us your questions to anothervopodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at anothervopodcast. See you next time.